0: Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom dad's listening to Tomcats, Talking everything to make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom. And always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weedin' now. We'll talk until we can't no more. And then we and out. All right, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. and welcome in to Winter is Blooming a Game of Thrones rewatch podcast by us the Penny Bloom podcast today we are on our 5th penultimate episode season 5 episode 9 titled the dance of dragons quite the sad title after having watched the episode it is written by D&D David Benioff and D B Weiss and directed by David
1: Nutter the nutman it's been a while since we've had the nut man it feels yeah he
0: he's he directs he he directed two in season two two in season three and the two he did in season three were the red wedding and uh the finale of that season he's taken a break until now he's got two in season five and then i'm pretty sure he has two more (laughs) in season eight
1: okay so so uh, he likes the hard-hitting ones it seems yes um the ones that that hit you it's, He might have it's three in
0: season eight, actually. Yes. He directed half of season eight with the first two episodes of the season and then what is pretty unanimous unanimously considered the worst episode of the show, season eight, episode four. <laughs> um
1: ah. Okay. So,
0: you know, he's he's hit the highest of highs and he's hit mm-hmm. the lowest of lows with The Red Wedding and The Last of the Starks. So, okay. uh, you know, good good track record on, on oh, the yeah. nut, man. I am Colton Robertson. I'm joined by Joseph oh. George. What's up, homie? <laughs> oh, what up, what up? Always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. And like I said, we're almost done with season five, man. If I mean, Shit, we started this almost a year ago now. Our first episode was Halloween Dang. of 2022. Dang, so Dang man. We're, uh, we're getting up there, uh, the pretty season five finale, getting...
1: yeah, yeah the season five finale
0: happy. will actually be like the year, the year anniversary of the, of winter is, blooming, you know, I mean, it'll be October 30th, but you know, uh, yeah, close as you can get on a Monday, yeah, I guess but, it makes uh,
1: sense. yeah, 52 weeks, that's a year. We got five seasons of 10 episodes.
0: Yeah. You know, we there took a couple know, weeks yeah. off somewhere in there. That's so true. like, uh, that's
1: yeah. true. Boom. Worked out. Nice, nice Worked and round
0: down. like that. I like that yeah. stuff, but, uh. First yeah man thing. how you feeling about this penultimate episode
1: ah uh, well after what you know having the house of the dragon knowledge this one was kind of cool to hear some like right some deeper lore and and like and like maybe some some stuff that's going to come up or whatever because i know i it reminded me I'm, I'm looking at the the fandom page and it's like spoiler warning for house of the dragon and i was like whoa i've never seen that before you know mm. like uh Usually, there's no spoiler warning whatsoever because you're getting the whole episode breakdown. Yeah, spoilers it's for like,
0: future seasons yeah,
1: of House of yeah. the Dragon. So, so that's pretty cool. Uh, but other than that, it was it, this all just kind of sucks. You know, like you know, there's, <laughs> there's there's not many good things that there's happen like, here. There's like one good thing, and it's
0: when Daenerys like flies away, mm, and that's mm-hmm. like it. Yeah. But even that is, like, out of
1: necessity because there's just a it's slaughter. Literally, she needs to survive. And, yeah. like, Dro- if Drogon did not pop up there, that whole crew's dead. You know, like, everyone. I mean, maybe. They were holding off pretty well. But, uh, I mean, whenever they literally heard just a single screech, a single dragon's roar, everyone was like, all right, time out. Well, the game has changed now. Um, we are running. But, yeah, this. This episode, I mean it was it was fantastic. I'm not I'm not going to say like the episode sucked, but everything that happened kind of sucked. Um
0: yeah, no, like you it's 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 undeniably well done, you know. Mm-hmm. There's there's no okay. question about that. But uh yeah, there's just a lot of stuff that happens where you're like, "Ah, this and it happens over the next two episodes," where it's just like there are a couple good things oh, over the next couple God. episodes, but uh it's mostly just like this shit happens. This shit happens. This shit happens. Oh, this, this happens. That's cool. This shit happens. This shit happens. You know, like it's just, uh, it's just a series mm. of terrible events for the people we like, but, uh, let's get it rolling at mm-hmm. the wall wherein Jon mm. Snow, Tormund and the surviving few thousand wildlings from hard home arrive. And before the gates of Castle Black can open, there's a tense standoff between the, the knights Watchmen atop the wall and Jon Snow. The shot. Mm looking down over Alistair's shoulder as John steps forward i was like
1: okay yeah yeah
0: yeah dude um, there were
1: there were some shots shots bro in this this one.
0: is a like and not like this one was cool cuz it's like a massive landscape there are a few just really interesting angles and shot composition ideas yeah man there's some is
1: it is that this the jamie the like in in the water or like in dorn just like the super the dome like i know it's like yeah he's like like, it's like under
0: him and he's just yeah man i was like that was fucking awesome
1: dude Uh, yeah they were this one yeah they were they were in their bag this episode and that little standoff i was wondering like why does thorn do that and it's maybe just like hey if i wanted to I could have trapped you out here, and all of you would have died. Like, no, And like, that's
0: something you kind of forget, is that John yeah. is trusting Alistair Thorne like fucking crazy with this. Like...
1: So that's... I don't know. If it... Did they know they were going to kill him? Like... I'm assuming it wasn't like, oh, he's back, and he did it, and all the wildlings are here, let's fucking kill him. It's probably like, while he's gone, they're like, holy fuck, I can't believe he's doing this. When he gets back here, we're gonna kill this guy. You know, sort of thing. Um... But then in doing that, they do let all the wildlings through. Um, you know, if the, if they did just want to kill him and their mortal enemies.
0: Just leave them outside. Yeah. I mean, I mean obviously, the show dramatically he need to be, enticing, yeah, though. He needs to be arrested uh, no, uh, and all, but, you know. No, I'm yeah. with you. I think that uh, there's there's a chance that they didn't discuss this mutiny in full mm. until he got back because he's going north of the wall. There's a chance the North does it for them. You know, like, uh, there's, there's a chance that he doesn't come back anyway. So like, uh, you know, he comes back and they're like, all right, well now we got to You know, maybe they were still holding out hope that he was trying to turn the tables on the wildlings or something. And mm-hmm. cause that's what Ollie said a couple episodes ago. He's like, he's playing, he's playing them, right? Like he's, he's going to trap that's them true. on ships and burn yeah. them. Like that's what's going to happen. Right. Um, Mm-hmm. So like maybe that was kind of the idea and then when he actually shows up they're like, "Oh, okay. So this guy is actually", he's actually I love doing the it. line yeah. Alistair delivers there Dude. where he's like, "You have a good heart. It'll get us all killed." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, that's hard. That was a dope ass line." Uh, like,
1: so you know he's doing the right thing. Al- Alistair, you know he's doing the right thing, but I mean they they do got some bad history. It, it is under it, it, it's fascinating
0: that it's like a self-preservation thing that line kind of present presents itself Mm -hmm. as it's like they they understand that's that what is right for the wildling people is letting them through the wall Mm -hmm. but they think that the wildlings being on this side of the wall at all is just means the death of them like they are going to they're going to die because
1: Mm -hmm.
0: shit's gonna pop off you know and
1: Oh yeah, I don't. I wonder. I wonder if uh, if Aliser tagged along to Hardhome. If he thinks a little differently, you know. Yeah, if he I think sees, he has to. Yeah, like I. I mean, think the
0: key is that Alistair, He was not at the fist of the first men.
1: Hmm. When okay, when the yeah. wild
0: when the uh, uh whites fought the Night's watchman, he was not at Hardhome. The only dead man. Who he's seen come to life is the one who infiltrated Castle Black, and even that one was there not a point where he was sent south at one point to go uh, to go deal with something? Like I, he might have never seen any of these guys and only heard I stories. I don't
1: think he did because the one guy that was in Castle Black that was just uh, with Lord Commander Mormont, right? Because John was just saving him. Well. I guess they. Well, burned, yeah, they like public you know, and they made it like him, a though. public thing. Yeah, I yeah. guess true. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It, it's. I feel like everyone in Castle Black like believes. Like I don't think there's anyone that's like, oh no, this shit's still fake. Oh, no,
0: know? never mind. Um, Thorn was sent to King's Landing with the frozen hand of a white to warn uh,
1: Joffrey. Okay. Wow. So he's
0: just a complete it, and utter fuck. That's all it is. And frankly, you gotta mm-hmm. think there's some sort of jealousy thing going on. Um
1: He lost his he election wished, to a He also
0: just wishes he was Jon Snow. Um, That's
1: true. I mean um, Don't we all? You know? Yeah,
0: I mean like, fuck. Look at this guy. Look at that guy. But uh Yeah, I I'm assuming there's gotta be a little bit of that. You know, he's the young guy, he's still mm-hmm. got it. And Alistair Thorne's still got it. We've seen him go in a few times, but it's That's like, true. you know, he's pa- he's past his prime. You know, uh, Alistair Thorne mm-hmm. at Jon Snow's age was probably that guy, too. Um,
1: mm-hmm. But
0: uh, yeah, no, that was it was an awesome opening to the episode. Um, I loved I loved the visual cues we were getting. I loved one one coming through Castle Black and everyone being like, oh, my fucking oh, God.
1: Holy shit. It That's- never
0: gets old. Seeing people like see the mystical parts of Game of Thrones mm-hmm. for the first time, like whenever mm-hmm. Tyrion saw uh, Drogon flying overhead, and he was just like, "Oh, yeah!" Like it's a different kind of like epicness. Yeah. But you know, yeah. these dudes seeing a giant, it's like, yeah. whoa! It's in the same
1: vein for sure. No, yeah, that's, that that uh, that will never get old. That's such a good trope just to see like someone's mind just being absolutely blown, like. What everything knew you knew wrong. is now different yeah, you know like, sort like, of thing hell that's a thing you know <laughs> that's, a, that's a real thing am i am i, am I for this real? exists yeah i don't know i might be like damn like after seeing that i wonder if that changed anyone's minds at all you know like being like well maybe there is some legitimacy to what this dude's doing here i don't know like um giants could be pretty useful you know i don't know and uh but not not really against what's coming is the thing. Nothing's really mm. useful whatsoever. Um, yeah this one was just rough, rough to to know what's coming and then to like to see like that Alistair line of like, yeah, you got a good heart, but it'll get us killed too bad. I'll kill you next episode, and then literally
0: stabbing him in the heart mm-hmm. by the way, oh yeah, you got a, you got a good heart and it'll oh. get you killed um, yeah. yeah,
1: that's rough, and then yeah. the I don't know, this little goodbye with Sam, basically, that's not even meant to be a real goodbye, just like a temporary one, but it ends up being, well, I guess it is still, you know, he does come back, but
0: one of the things that I hadn't considered, this, for those who are listening, full transparency, me and Joe are recording this one and the finale back to back, we watched them both as you should with the season 5 penultimate and finale because they play as a two-parter there's so much that happens in these storylines that is one right after the other so the goodbye with Sam and John isn't till next episode um
1: whoops yeah um, no and there's
0: a few things like that marcella doesn't die till next episode that's that's also something that I that was the reason uh, I thought there was like a pause is because there's literally a full fucking I episode in between okay um,
1: the pause was literally me just hitting, yep, next episode. Yeah, next uh,
0: episode. Okay. But yeah, no, there's a there's a brief reunion between Sam and him here, though, where uh, John's like, I fucking failed them, and everyone here hates me mm. because, you know, shit went bad and people died saving these people. And, you know, Sam's like, you didn't fail him. You didn't fail him. You didn't fail her. You know, every one of these people is alive because of that you boy, and no one else.
1: Yeah, that's what a hype man. You know what a friend like I love Sam just a, man an absolute G. Yeah, he's... Just anytime Sam and Jon are together, it's like it's like
0: one of the only it's Tyrion and Varys, it's Jon and Sam, like these friends who get together mm-hmm. and just like get to get to bro out for a second. It's the best. <laughs> I love that yeah. stuff because mm-hmm. uh, there's not a lot of those. You know, I think you got Desan- uh, Daenerys and Masande on the on the Marine side of things a little bit, but beyond that, you know, there's not a lot of just down ass homies. You know, um,
1: yeah, no nah. Jamie and Braun, maybe a little bit um, Tyrion and
0: Braun, more so, but Jamie yeah, and Braun are getting there,
1: they're getting there, I think they they're more of just like a like just fucking battle,
0: they're born uh, of necessity, you know, yeah,
1: they just they'll have some cool battles eventually together, mm-hmm. um, and such, but but yeah, that's uh, I guess I was thinking a little more happening at the wall um but but that is it, I No, guess, yeah, it's huh? pretty
0: brief, and uh. So for a penultimate episode, this one actually is rather reserved, and that's because Mm. I think episode 8, Hardhome, is the de facto penultimate episode, and 9 and 10 kind of play as a
1: two-parter. I guess the the Dragon Pits, you could consider that as, like, a—I mean, it probably—I mean, shit, it was a big, big chunk of the episode. Like, it might have been half— um, no, yeah, It was
0: the last, it was a 52 minute episode, and we get to Marine at 35 minutes.
1: Okay. So, so, so it's it's almost about there. 20
0: minutes, um, almost 20 minutes yeah. of the episode, I mean, which is a big chunk.
1: I'd say that could, that could be um, considered the, the penultimate, you know, kind of. Oh, it, it's definitely remember, supposed
0: to be like the penultimate but... moment is that, like, she got, she mounted that dragon and flew away. Like, that's pretty.
1: Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah.
0: It's just that now that we've seen, House of the Dragon and her do this a lot more.
1: Mm. You know,
0: this one doesn't have quite the grandiosity as mm. it used to uh, on the yeah. first watch.
1: Um, yeah, after you see a dragon eat another dragon and a human, it's kind of like you uh, take riding a dragon for, for granted now. But that was – this was huge. This was like, oh my god, she's she's riding that thing, you know? Yeah, it's I remember like, when
0: she like started climbing on it the first time I was – I was like, oh, but we'll get there. Um, we are next – in the north, where during the night at Stannis Baratheon's army camp, Melisandre gazes intently into the flames of her tent's brazier, hoping to receive visions from the Lord of Light. And in the distance, several tents burst into flame. She's like, "Did I do that?" And then, uh, one horse, uh, one horse comes screaming on, you know, covered in flame. I'm kind of like, "Y'all, what'd you do to my fucking horse, here, bro?" Um, Rams, he
1: <laughs> that's he's he just doesn't give a fuck. That those screams of the the horse like yeah i did not this, need to this episode that.
0: probably has my least favorite sound design of any yeah. episode ever
1: oh yeah ever. oh yeah but um, in a good like it, it's it, it good makes don't get me wrong the it's well done feel, i fucking hate awesome. hearing it yeah. yeah
0: i i i it's it's a it's exceptional it is very well done i cannot stand listening to it there are multiple times where like i just kind of like tune out like I'm like oh God. you know like I'm like I don't like that sound but uh this is one I of the I did them. turn it down
1: this uh, I don't usually do that. I did I like cu- I knock do it down time. a few during um, during yeah what's coming up. But Yeah.
0: But yeah, yeah. during the night Ramsey Bolton and twenty men raided twenty men raided the camp burning much of their food and heavy siege weapons and hundreds of horses also died in the fire and Davos notes that their situation is now fucking awful. Uh, they don't have enough food to make them march back to Castle Black or advance to Winterfell. And without their siege weapons, they have little chance of storming the castle to take its food supplies anyway. And Stannis asks how this could happen, and Davos insists that the Boltons know the North's terrain better than they do, so it was easy for a raiding party to sneak into camp. And Stannis suggests that the Watchmen were either collaborating with the enemy or simply not attentive enough at their post to allow such a disaster. Either way, he orders them dead.
1: Dude, the way he said it, though, he was like, "They're either stupid or traitors. Find out the truth and then hang them." You know, it's like doesn't matter if they are bro- just incompetent. Full, bro- still full, hang them, yeah. Like
0: throwing <laughs> full Ace Rothstein on it. Either you were too dumb to see what was happening, or you were in on it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, either, either way, or, you're out of here. Yeah. Um,
1: and they, they weren't. They weren't in on it. It's just mm-hmm. Ramsey's that dude. I mean, hate Ramsey, but this pretty good idea here you bro's know got, I mean, bro's got
0: bro got the shit figured out when it comes and, to militarily you know breaking mm-hmm. w- rules of war you know i yeah. doubt this is something that they're like yeah we do this you know like in westeros i'm mm, assuming this is like that's a
1: fair. Like little
0: this is probably like yeah. oh that that piece of shit you know that little motherfucker that sort of but thing I mean, um
1: took out everything important and then now knows how big their army is you know mm-hmm. like just right away and they're like yeah We're going to crush. You know, it was like, no, like, just 20 men. Good old. Ramsey's just a fucking menace,
0: dude. Dude is. Dude is is fucked. Bro is fucked in the head. But yeah, so Stannis says to slaughter the dead horses for meat, which should also buy them a little time on the food side. And Stannis's demeanor becomes increasingly grave, and uh, as he believes there's only one course of action to take, he starts by ordering Davos to return to Castle Black. He's like, you cannot be here as you will die with her or you'll do everything you can to prevent it from happening. And I can't have that. Mm-hmm. Um, so return to Castle Black, ask for more supplies from Jon Snow. And Davos is like, you could send literally anyone in the camp to do that. Um, Why mm-hmm. the fuck would you send me? He's like, I didn't hire you as Hand of the King for your military expertise. It's because you fucking sell. You can sell him on coming down and helping. So go ahead and do that. Um, don't come back empty handed.
1: Eesh. Eesh. Yeah, this, this was just to get him out, you know? Oh, yeah. Because like, he, he goes. Stannis is like, well, we're going, you know, let's, let's roll. No, no waiting for supplies. No, none of that. It's just mm-hmm. like, I know what I'm about to do. This guy would prevent it at all costs. hmm He
0: He's loves dead. my daughter more than I do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not good. When I I think my favorite scene of the episode is coming up. Like it's at, the like, next one. Yeah. Short, I mean it's hard but,
0: to go against this one, man. man um,
1: it's short but sweet. And it's yeah, it's like Davos
0: the... visiting the tent of Shireen to say goodbye. Mm. You know, she's enjoying enjoying a good book by uh Grand Maester Munkin about the dance of dragons, a major mm-hmm. civil war in the history of the Seven Kingdoms. And they share a laugh about how a knight tried to kill the dragon Vagar by sneaking up on it with a mirrored shield. Uh but it didn't fool the dragon who promptly roasted the knight. Um
1: did they say the name of the knight?
0: At I believe all? they did. Um, hmm.
1: Yeah, I wonder I wonder if we if it's like a known character or if it's just some like
0: I'm I'm betting it's
1: just guy. some fucking guy. I doubt yeah. we ever even see something like this. I think it'd be funny if we did That'd though. Be, like I hope we do. So- uh, That'd be just just a little sneak up, like Medusa tactic sort of thing, mm-hmm. and then just just melts the shield completely, and just the dudes just yeah, I mean. yeah,
0: like uh, no, I uh, I also love this little bit of like George R. R. Martin Game of Thrones humor too, where uh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, she's like, you know what he did. I probably roasted him alive and they they like laugh together you know like it's it's funny you know but it's it's also not funny because it's like someone got burnt to death by a dragon but like that's that's also kind of funny i don't know it's it's a good <laughs> it's a good little moment for them to have before the end here mm-hmm. but uh davos gives her a gift a wooden oh. stag figuring he has been carving as a present and she asks why he has been so nice to her and he explains that he felt bad that his son Mathos also always insisted that his father learn to read and he never did Mathos died in war and by teaching Davos to read Shireen helped him fulfill his son's wishes she tells him to make she tells him to make him a, or make her a uh, a dough to go with
1: it uh,
0: so he had, so he can never so he's never alone
1: mm. man yeah mm. no <clears throat> no no uh-uh and like Davo like I don't know if Davo did Davos put it together that like she was going to be sacrificed, you know because or do you think it was just like there's a high likelihood that like she just might not make it out of this like there they might go siege there like a lot of just bad shits happening like i just I'm leaving I'm gonna like just kind of cover all my bases here
0: i uh I actually don't think he i mean i i, I it's probably a possibility in his mind, you know, whenever, uh, Melisandre returns to castle black in the next episode, she's like, uh, he, he, he's like Shireen, the princess, like, like if she's returning alone, that means terrible. But like, it doesn't necessarily indicate to me that he thinks something mm. terrible is about to happen. I think it's just that he wants to provide her comfort in a situation where she's not going to have a lot in the coming
1: mm. days and weeks. I thought I remembered like, uh, it was like Stannis and Davos were talking, and they were like, "All right, yeah, we're screwed. Like that. Yeah, yeah, this is this is just fucked." And then he's like, I don't, "I don't like I don't know what to do anymore. Like, what do we do?" And then he Stannis looks at Melisandre, um, and then Davos like sees him look at Melisandre and is like, "Like, no, she's not the answer, dude. You know, like sort of thing. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm. I feel like I remember something like that." And then, yeah, I mean,
0: that might have happened earlier in their little conversation uh, where he sends him off. Hmm. Um,
1: you yeah, know, I kind of had y'all... the inclination that he did kind of know here, like he he might have pieced it together. Um, hmm. But I, he, he also is just a really nice, genuine dude. And, you know, they just have a really good relationship. So this could just be he's leaving for Castle Black. He wants to just say goodbye and and, and give a little gift. Um, yeah,
0: for me. uh understanding davos as a character i think that if he even had the slightest idea that that might be where this was headed he would not have going. left
1: that's yeah. true like that's that's, that's what i true. think like i didn't uh, think of that part yeah that's that's 100 percent true yeah i don't um, think he would
0: have left if he thought it was even a possibility and maybe that just shows how much trust he has in Stannis. like maybe it does maybe. occur to him but he doesn't think stannis would ever stoop to that yeah you mm-hmm. know like it and i think that's a possibility so um yeah. I think that's the danger there. I don't think he necessarily thinks Shireen is a goner. I think mm-hmm. it's just that, you know, Shireen's going to be in a terrible situation. You know, he says to Stannis, like, I'm going back to Castle Black. Let me take Selyse and Shireen. You know, mm-hmm. like let me take that's them. True. This yeah. is no place for them. And he's like, no, my family stays with me. And he's like, okay, let me take Shireen at least. You know, like, uh, this is no yeah. place for a little girl. Uh, No, they my uh, family stays with me. Um,
1: damn. Found the name of the mirrored shield guy, by the way, Sir Byron Swan. Um, I don't think Swan does not. I I googled it as well; just pops up for this episode. Yeah,
0: maybe, maybe season two. Maybe yeah, we get a we'll, little something in season 2 it be pretty
1: funny. Yeah. Um, it'll be pretty funny. But... We'll,
0: we'll keep an eye out for Byron Swan then. No, <laughs> yeah. That'd be, that'd if we hear long. that name,
1: we know what's coming. <laughs> We're you like, know? Yeah, That's how Byron yeah. Swan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be my favorite character in the entire show if he comes up for a little bit. Um, but yeah, but, no, uh, this this, yeah, no, this uh, was my scene, though. I think I, I will lock it in this. OK, uh, that makes me little,
0: comfortable locking in my scene as well. You know, I think to spread the love a little bit, I'll go ahead and pick a later one. But uh, yeah, it was uh, there were two scenes in this episode that were so easily top two, I thought. And hmm. uh, but sometime after Davos leaves, Stannis visits Shireen himself and visibly shaken by trying to speak to her kindly. He asks about her reading. She explains that the Dance of Dragons was a great civil war between Rhaenyra and her half brother Aegon, each of whom thought they deserved to sit on the Iron Throne. I was like, yeah, that's a pretty accurate assessment of the situation as we know it mm-hmm. um, going into season two. That's like the end
1: of season yeah, one; like it, it's and, about uh, to start. Like yeah. it's like this is just the beginnings of mm-hmm. the civil war. Um, here. Yeah, the great
0: lords of the Seven Kingdoms each declared for one or the other. I thought of the. I thought of the scene of Rhaenyra standing on the hillside getting dubbed. You know, like, I, I this this made me want to rewatch watch of the Dragon. Yeah. Fucking
1: bad. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, it did. But, no, this, uh, this was, it was really nice hearing it. And, like, first watch, you're just like, this is just some random exposition bullshit to, yeah. like, to have, like, a father-daughter moment before he sacrifices her, you know? <laughs> it's, like, yeah, rough. And then now it's, uh, he wrote a whole book on it, and uh, it's now a, a multi-season television show, yep. which is... Hilarious. Um, But, uh,
0: yeah, the great lords of the Seven Kingdoms each declared for one or the other, and uh, brother fought brother, dragon fought dragon, in a devastating war, and it was a disaster for the House Targaryen, who never truly recovered. And Stannis mm -hmm. asks who she would have chosen, Rhaenyra or Aegon? She says she wouldn't have chosen either. It was all the choosing sides that plunged Westeros into civil war.
1: Let's fucking go, Shireen. She's the smartest person in this fucking room, dude. In this hole yeah. <laughs> in the north, other yeah. than Jon Snow and Sam, probably. You know, like yeah, she's exactly. up, she's fucking. She's, she's got so, a head on her
0: shoulders, man.
1: Ah, she's so mature, like it's crazy. And I almost, I almost chose that for my line, um, of the episode, just because I mm. don't uh, know. I I just kind of I hate the divide in anything like it's just labels you know that that mm-hmm. choose aside and then that's that's how you think and you're supposed to you know right. you can't make any decisions on your own and it's coming from a however old she is you know a little girl uh which is crazy but i, I did give her the the character nod
0: um i gave her the he, performance
1: ah, let's go she'll yeah. get both
0: yeah. um
1: because i mean terrible performance to have to put on but a fantastic Ooh. one that's for sure. Oof, yeah, that Carrie
0: one. Ingram as Shireen Baratheon. Nice. I went with her. It's mostly yeah. for the next scene. Uh, brutal. Uh, brutal performance you are forced to put on in that moment. Uh, but, uh, yeah, in, in response to this wizened beyond her years response about not choosing, Stannis gravely responds that sometimes the world forces a man to choose, even if he doesn't want to. But if he stays true to himself, he knows what he must do. And then it really isn't a choice at all, mm. even if he hates doing it. And Shereen says, it's all right. I want to help you. How can
1: I help? God damn it, dude. No. And, like, the thing is, is what Stannis is saying is, like, making sense, but you know that he's trying to justify what he's about to do, yeah. so it loses all of its, like, credibility completely. Yeah, it's like, no, because,
0: like, Stannis has a good... Uh, he does have a good point. At some point, they're, like... No matter who you are, if you want to mm-hmm. avoid sides, you can avoid sides. But at some point, there's usually, there's usually something someone does that makes you go, okay, I ain't with you. You know, mm-hmm. like that's, uh, and that's yeah. sometimes the world does force you to choose. But, uh, he's choosing, you know, himself. He's choosing the Lord of Light and he's choosing to push forward to, uh, Winterfell at any cost. Um, mm. and, uh, You know, she doesn't care and asks if there is any way she can help, and he says that there is. Shireen insists that she wants to, because she is Princess Shireen of the House Baratheon, his daughter. They hug, and he embraces her tightly, and Stannis whispers, Forgive me. Later on, Mm -hmm. Shireen exits her tent as well and sees all the soldiers gathered around and asks where her father is. Coming to the front of the assembly, she sees Melisandre in front of a wooden pyre with a large stake in the middle. And it's at this moment Shireen knew something was not okay. Um, She begins to shout for her father, but is grabbed by soldiers who drag her to the pyre and tie her to the stake. And Melisandre soothingly tries to calm her by saying that it will all be over soon and Shireen's cries ring out through the camp, but no one intervenes. Stannis and Solis then peer in the crowd, but Shireen sees them and begs them for help, beginning with her father, knowing mm-hmm. her mom won't do anything, mm. but eventually switches to her mother
1: yeah. as a last I mean, resort. It's, you know, it, and that's that was really interesting to me, because this this whole rewatch, I'm noticing that, like, Stannis is the only one who has any kind of feelings for Shireen, and you know the mother hates Shireen. You know it's like I like it. She doesn't really fuck with Shireen whatsoever. But mm. it's just that I don't know. Like Stannis, he's already come to terms with it. You know he's 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 the king. He's doing what he has to do. That's how he's justifying it. But it's a mother. It's a mother, right? There, you know, seeing mm-hmm. a little girl die, and that's like in that moment. You know, she's very devout devout oh yeah devout. very devout devoted devout. Yeah. yeah yeah um very very and and seeing her like break here just made it even harder you know oh, it dude, was, like, this was God uh this was
0: it. the hardest i've cried on our rewatch like dude. we've done the we've done the red wedding we've done ned's death we've done all this shit this was the hardest one for me um Mostly it's because, tough. again, it's the weight of having approached it the way we've approached it. This, this long standing relationship with the characters that we've formed instead of, you know, the first time I watched the show, probably took me a couple months. You know, it, it probably yeah. took me two months. We've had this character in our lives on this rewatch for like seven or eight months. You know, like, Holy uh, yeah. yeah, like that's a, that's a long standing relationship we're forming with some of the characters and, uh, Man, does it uh does it shake you to your fucking core. Yeah, she she appeared in season, she first appeared in season three, episode four.
1: So, wow. you know, we were we were a ways into it, you know. Um mm-hmm. But one of the good ones though is the thing is that there's nothing bad about Shireen whatsoever. So no, it's like Yeah, not even a little it, bit. And she's
0: so innocent. She's 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 a young girl who has nothing to do with this. There is nothing She can do in this moment, you know, Melisandre begins praying and announces that they offer up the life of this girl to the Lord of Light and sets the pyre on fire. And as she explained to Stannis before, she believes that sacrificing Shireen's life, which contains the power of King's blood, will gain the favor of the Lord of Light, who in return will aid them in their time of need by lifting the blizzard. And Stannis believes that if they do nothing, they will remain snowbound and all starve to death anyway. And uh, Shireen continues to repeatedly cry, mother, please, father, please. And eventually, even Solis, who has had a cold and non-existent relationship with her daughter, suddenly breaks and rushes forward, begging that they cannot go through with this. Soldiers restrain her, and she sinks to the ground, crying in despair. And Shireen's cries become even more frightened, even more painful, and they watch as the flames consume her, and then the screams of Shireen stop.
1: mm yeah, no, no. I, I I knew it was coming. Full well. Oh, dude, it sucks, and... bro.
0: Like, it is not good. I wasn't even, like, I told you this is the hardest I've cried. I was literally sitting here like this on my fucking phone. Just <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: trying to I'm just trying to listening. get out of it as fast as you can. I'm just fucking
0: listening to what's yeah. happening, and I'm like, fucking damn it. You yeah. know, I'm like, I'm not even reading the words on my screen. I'm just looking at my phone like, God
1: mm-hmm. fuck. Like, uh i I had my my volume up, you know, where I usually have it, and I halved it, and then I'm like, ah, 'Ahh, I'll have it again, um <laughs> literally, yeah, I was like I didn't mute it because I'm like i i want i' got it, you
0: gotta get the moment it you sucks, know, you but do. like
1: you got it, you gotta go through it, you know, and God man, yeah, it's just yeah a death no, that that, that will never get easier, you know, like on no matter how many rewatches you do, it probably only gets harder, actually no yeah like this is uh <laughs> like this is yeah. a
0: moment that like When I was watching it with Emily for the first time, I was like, we got to that scene, and I was like, boop, boop, boop. I fast-forwarded through it, I pressed pause, I looked at her, I said, he burned his daughter alive. Um, And uh, she (laughs) 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 she was like, what the fuck? I was like, it would be a lot worse if you you saw what happened. You know? No.
1: I know how you handle these things. <laughs> I cannot show that to you. Um, yeah, yeah, that's 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 probably a good decision there. I, if I could go back in time and fast forward, you know, for the first time, right? I, oh, I, I remember, ah, oh, dude, the first time you watched this, I remember just being like, "Like, wait, wait, what? This like, show way, like, is what? just fucking
0: sick." Sometimes, dude. Like, uh, in the end of season, we've had some hopeless hopeless fucking endings dude uh to seasons you know we've had the red wedding we've had Ned's head getting cut off you know we we've had all we've had egret dying at the end of a season you mm. know john and his love you know all of that nothing is so hopeless as the end of season five dude um the the everywhere the we Night check King, in
1: like the everywhere. Night King,
0: raising the dead at the end they're like okay well that we're fucked that's that's a wrap over there you know we see this shireen burning at the stake you know we eventually see uh Myrcella die of poison we see john snow get fucking murdered you know like it's a uh, there's yeah, there's yeah. nothing yeah. there's mm. nothing good that happens at the end of the season save for like two little itty bitty things which i would say are danny flying on a dragon and sansa escaping winterfell which is pretty big for her mm-hmm. uh, but that sure. all that, that happens next episode so we'll get to that but um, mm-hmm. we're next in the water gardens uh, uh, where okay at least yeah. we're past it <laughs> a little reprieve you know you know next episode won't be much of a reprieve but for now mm-hmm. it's a reprieve uh, yeah. in the water gardens where a uh, cool-ass
1: shot of jamie walking in, Oh,
0: gorgeous, you know? dude! Fucking oh. loved it. I was like immediately. I was like, someone has a keen visual sense someone in the cinematographer's here. chair. You know, some, uh,
1: someone was cooking here. Yeah, um,
0: someone, someone cooked here. yeah who,
1: um, who was the cinematographer for this one? Robert you know? McLaughlin, um, yeah, who is he,
0: David Nutter's like uh
1: the nut man's right hand man.
0: Yes, he he did do this cinematography.
1: Let's go. Yeah, they they're a good pair. Um, because this, I don't know, this was noticeably, like, many times was like, oh, wow, that was done very beautiful. Like, the wall, that shot of, like, looking over the shoulder of Alistair, like you said, that one, and, and, and this one are probably the most memorable ones. But I feel mm. like there are a lot of just nonchalant shots that were like, oh, wow, that's, they didn't need to do that, but it looks, looks really good. Um, and Dorn always just looks good, like, in the water gardens. Like, I, yeah. I love... Well, the set
0: design here was fucking beautiful. Even when it wasn't that upward shot, like when them mm-hmm. that room they're sitting in is fucking gorgeous. Yeah. Like the gold gilding sort of walls mm-hmm. they've got going on, and the arches for the doorways. Like it's just mm-hmm. a. Oh yeah, their attention to detail on this show is never,
1: never. I if really that's a real up. building. Like if that's just like a.
0: Oh, that's right. Like if this yeah. is just an actual structure.
1: Yeah, um, or if they, they built that. Um,
0: that's a good question. It might be a real fucking room. Um,
1: Cause that, do you think that shot of Jamie with the like looking up is CG, or do you think it's just they really did that?
0: Yeah, maybe you know? they did actually have a room that they found that they could film this in. That's a good. That's a good point. I hadn't really oh, considered that.
1: Was like. The cameraman like on like a laying on his back, like on like a something with wheels just like Yeah, my money my money's back. on some
0: sort of dolly yeah. that the camera was hooked That's, up oh, to yeah, just just like, with him.
1: Just angled uh, straight up. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um But uh yeah, Jamie is escorted into these the main apartments of the Water Gardens by Areo Hota to to be received mm-hmm. by Prince Doran Martel and a luxurious solar, along with Elaria Sand, Doran <laughs> Suntrastain and Jamie's niece Mm. quote-unquote Marcella, (laughs) and uh i was very close with going with doran doran martell for my favorite character of the episode dude's dope love doran
1: uh dude no this this was really sick i i don't know i don't really remember a whole lot going on with doran um but this one was like it felt like he was planting the seeds for so much here mm. like uh just like if we want this you know alliance to last we got it we got us you know we get we can't just kill each other we don't want a war i don't i don't want to go into that and i'm like yeah man this this dude's spitting here like he's like i i like me some some doran um and yeah there are a few lines that were almost chosen as well here he some like mob lines almost you know like uh, like what was the oh what did he say like oh yeah like, you mean a lot to me, and you're, you're, or you're the mother of, you know, three of my, I don't, whatever, no, was, yeah. you know, but, like, I want you to live a very long, fruitful life, but you do that again, you know, or whatever, you you, Yeah, you won't, like, and I, she yeah, was, was, like, hard. I was like, oh my god, like, this dude is, like, he knows, he knows what he's, he's, he's about. A, he's a know?
0: diplomat, man, he's a, he's a Martell, you know, like, that's the thing, he's, yeah. he's Oberyn's brother.
1: Mm -hmm. it seems that way, you know, like that's, uh, doesn't fuck as much, you know, doesn't seem like it. Maybe he's, I don't know, maybe he's just past his prime. Maybe he did. I don't know. Um, but I don't think, I don't, you know, maybe Tyrion and Oberyn, I don't know who fucks more in the show. Mm -hmm. say Mm -hmm. probably, probably Oberyn. Um, it's like all he's doing down there, probably in Dorne.
0: Oberyn's got like 12 fucking kids, you know, so Tyrion, you know, Tyrion with being a childless man. True. Know, either he's just got
1: an insane
0: pullout game. or
1: Great uh, record. Yeah, yeah, he's got a great record. Yeah. Wow. Fantastic.
0: Um, um, but uh, yeah, they're lounging on a circle of couches. And I just love the difference between like King's Landing's like and Preem sort of
1: mm-hmm. standing
0: versus Marcella's just like lounging on a couch it's in chill. like a tank top. This like sitting so next chill. to Tristane, yeah. Uh And Jamie. Jamie notes what she's wearing and it's like uh, hmm. hey. it's an interesting dress. Are yeah, you she's a like cold a,
1: there? Yeah, are you, see, you <laughs> a little cold? No, we're in Dorn, Dornish. Dad, yeah, the, the Dornish uncle? climate
0: agrees with me.
1: <laughs> like it's warm there, right? You know, mm-hmm. like they're as south as south can. Well,
0: well, I mean, I uh, like
1: the Earth. He's doing know. the
0: classic dad judging. Yeah,
1: like, yeah, just you gotta gotta put put some know,
0: more cover up a little bit, honey. You know, uh, mm-hmm. you're not leaving this house in those shorts. Uh, but, uh, coming to the point, Duran asks Jamie why he has stuck, he- why he has snuck into Doran to abduct Marcella instead of, you know, just talking to him. And, uh, he says he feared for her safety. They've, uh, received a threat. Uh, he explains that they uh-huh. received a, uh, a lion pendant jammed in the mouth of a viper. And Duran, he hears this and he's just like, you fucking, he looks- uh
1: at her like yeah. he's like he's like, are you fucking kidding me he's like I he's have like,
0: no doubt who did that uh and it. Marcella's <laughs> like that was stolen from my room uh
1: yeah. well wait a minute uh, <laughs> hold on hold on a second professor uh, the only thing I had from home yeah <laughs> nice. um that was yeah but no nah, it was pretty clear who sent that threat um yeah and, uh,
0: Jamie's like so yeah that's why I'm here uh you gonna cut my head off and uh Duran is like, no, nah, no, nah, you know, I'm I'm not trying to plunge our country into war. I've seen war. I know what it does. Bodies piled and orphans left in cities. And uh, my people are not going to go through that. So uh, we're good here. And Alaria is like, what will you do then? You're going to break bread with Lannisters? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, exactly.
1: It's literally Pours- what we're doing yeah. right now. Um, Pours wine like-
0: with Jamie. <laughs> And uh, raises his own goblet, a toast to King Tommen, first of his name. Long may he reign. And Jamie returns the toast, but Alaria deliberately pours out her wine onto the floor.
1: hmm. love how it's, no one even brings attention to it. It's just like, yeah, we know. Like, obviously, you hate us. Doran even, like, he does no one even says a word about it. They just continue the conversation. It's just like, yeah, we know where you stand. Like, fair enough. Um, you know she's pissed. I rightfully you know she had her her lover taken away, and uh you know she she even says i yeah I think it's this episode um of like you know you you your daughter's definitely innocent, you may even be innocent of that, you know sort of thing, so she yeah. she knows, but it's like it doesn't really matter to her. it's the Lannister name, yeah it's all no, that it's it's all that really matters long standing um,
0: beef, but uh mm yeah, Duran asks if Tommen indeed commands that his sister be returned to the capital. And Jamie is like, unfortunately he does. And Duran's yep. like, I cannot disobey my king. Marcella will return to King's Landing. Uh, she's upset for a moment, but then Duran explains the solution. Tristane will go along, take a seat on the small council which Tywin granted to Oberyn. Uh, and Duran insists that for the alliance between them to continue, the engagement must stand. And Tristane simply takes Will simply take his uncle's place on the small council, and Jamie finds Duran's request entirely reasonable. I also love that. Mm.
1: I don't think Jamie has any power to agree to this. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it's also not Tommen's order; it's Cersei's. Yeah, um, you know, it's like, oh well, we must obey the king. It's like, well, you're obeying the queen already. Well, and right that's
0: now. the thing is that I also think that even though this is entirely reasonable. It would not matter to Cersei. Like they'd get there, and yeah. she'd be like, "Fuck no, he's not going to sit on the goddamn council." You know, like that's uh, that's exactly what would happen. Uh, but
1: probably, uh... like, for, oh wait, does, do they just still keep on going to King's Landing? Mm-hmm. Like they do
0: not return. They just go all the way to King's Landing. He's
1: just there. Like he he goes along with them.
0: I do not remember what happens to Trist- Tristane, and I remember a lot in this show. I have no idea what happens to Tristane. I cannot I re- recall. Maybe they're that.
1: like a kid for a kid, you know? It's like, well, you know, the whole reason we went here was for Marcella, so we'll send a message right back. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't remember at all what happens to him. Um,
0: I imagine he's probably he's probably killed.
1: If I had to bet money,
0: um, but. Uh, Alaria gets up to leave and snaps that it is no wonder that Duran cannot stand. He has no spine. Um mm.
1: kind of, a a, kind
0: yeah, of I a, mean good. like super yeah. fucked up, but it's it's kind of dope. It was kind of a hard it was kind of a hard line. Mm-hmm. Uh, as she walks out he grabs her by the arm and lowers his voice saying that she is the mother of four of his nieces and for their sake mm-hmm. he hopes she has a long and happy life. But if she talks to him that way again, she
1: will not. Hard uh all right, Duran. Okay. And he's just Prince Duran? Oh, I guess because it's like they don't there's have no a king. king. Yeah, yeah, it's just they they have King Tolement. Okay, fair enough. Um Yeah, this dude's chill. I, I, I was I was I was actually close to going with him for character as well, but then I'm like, ah I can't really give another one to Shireen uh from here on out. So I I slid it back to her. Slid it back I her way. But... That.
0: Mm-hmm. I went uh, I went kind of classic with it and we, we still haven't reached that, but uh, we will get there. Um, you know, Jamie's like, all right, uh, what about my boy? What about Braun? Uh, what's going all on right. with him? Uh, Braun, you know, punched out Tristain when they tried to take Marcella, and Jamie's like, uh, what's the normal punishment? Or, is, you know, Jamie's asked, anybody, what's though? the normal we... punishment for striking a prince where you're from? And Jamie's like, ah, you know, it was all me. Braun was following my orders. He's a mere soldier, you know. He, you know, Get if him. anybody should be punished, it's me.
1: All right, Jamie, like sticking up for Braun there a little bit, you know. And yeah, I don't
0: think he'd stick up for Braun so hard had he not been assured his survival. Um, okay. you know, he was like yeah, literally, like you cannot. Hilarious. He
1: knows his daughter's coming back. It's like, all right, now, how about my boy? You know, yeah. And like it's like. Yeah. It was my fault. Under-
0: you know I did all that. You know, he's yeah. been like assured every bit of contingency basically yeah. and uh
1: This is the pretty e like an easy deal to make with like the deal they like this is all that they're like doing to Braun, you know, like um I guess I'm I'm jumping the gun a little bit here, but like I like I like how how uh Duran turned it into like a little teaching moment. You know, it's mm-hmm. like Alright, you know, I, I could obviously sentence whatever I want, you know, I've I've done this many times, but but let's let's let the uh, let's let the little man take it on. What what do you think we should do to good old Braun? And he comes up with just, I guess, a swift elbow to the to the jaw. You know, it's one for one, but uh, way worse. Um, yeah. Like in, like, did, did Braun lose teeth here? You know, like, yeah, I um, Like out, I don't I don't, I don't did he spit out a tooth? I don't, I don't know. I don't, I'm. Um, but yeah, no. This this. Honestly, like the Dorn scenes were.
0: They were dope. Pretty I like the scene. Yeah. Um,
1: man, I kind of forgot how, how well done they were.
0: Um, but yeah, we then go down to uh, the prison cells where Nymeria and Tyene are sparring uh, out of boredom as Obara tries to ignore them and get some sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, they're doing the whole the game where they're swinging the hands back and forth.
1: little cool um, trivia about this little slap game. Apparently, David Benioff challenged Jason Momoa to this game while David was drunk and Jason Momoa apparently might have broken David Benioff's hand by doing this like do it like playing this game like he uh, he said it says Benioff stood no chance upon returning home his hand started to hurt to the point where he believed that Momoa had broken it um and then it was um a false rumor that Momoa had purposely broken his hand so that they killed him off and this is it happened while like a long, oh, while I ago see. and uh, but that's just false yeah. that apparently it is true though that he got drunk and challenged the big one of the biggest i think
0: dudes. it's so funny whenever people try to create rumors about why people are killed off especially when there's source material where the character like, fucking died
1: that way he like he that's <laughs> needed he needed to kind of die there yeah like, i don't know um, Bro, no, I, it's still one of my doesn't.
0: favorite what ifs. Is like if Khal Drogo and Daenerys had just like wrote it out. Like if they, I
1: mean, imagine the full strength of the, of the Dothraki. Like, the I guess Noddly, you still need ships. Still need ships. You do still um, need ships,
0: but, but uh, a commander like Khal Drogo, you know, King Drogo, is what he would have become, which is kind of Whoa. wild. Um,
1: Whoa, that'd be yeah. wild. King's King Lady, consort King's Lord. Lord. Drogo crazy Can you, what what would they do i don't think they'd even stay in king's landing i think Drogo would be like yeah I'll, like why would i want to stay here i can't even ride my horse anywhere yeah you know, exactly like, <laughs> i'm in a castle like what like what the fuck's going on uh yeah that that would be weird I to see
0: turn to the to the great grass fields
1: mm-hmm. of the dothraki yeah.
0: mm-hmm. but uh yeah uh they're playing that game and they talk all their shit and it's it's funny but uh the guards arrive and release Bronn, and Tyene mocks him as he leaves. You know, who am I? And Bronn says, the most beautiful woman in the world. And uh Areo leads Bronn back to the solar when Duran, Jaime, and the rest remain. And Bronn apologizes to Tristane when he sees him and says he didn't mean anything by hitting him before. <laughs> Jaime then gladly informs Bronn that the Martells agreed to let Bronn go with Jaime on one condition. And wordlessly, Aurreo then delivers it by striking Braun in the face with his elbow so hard that Braun is knocked to the floor. Um, nice and simple.
1: Oh nice and simple. what was oh that's right. It was like um Braun was like, Oh man, that pie, that looks really good. You know, he's been in a prison cell and he gets clocked, and then Duran's like, How about some soup? Uh, because you won't be able to chew anything right now, dude. Like that was right. I remember Duran just delivered a lot of just hard, like yeah, he's
0: a dope ass <laughs> character, man. I li- I liked it a lot. There's a mm. there's there's an interesting element to this character where like. Oh, uh, well, and like all, this whole situation, I love this whole brawn, the whole brawn thing, because whenever he's, you know, approached, he's like, am I going to like what waits for me at the end of this walk? You know, he's like,
1: you'll find out soon enough.
0: And then it made me think like I, I take for granted sometimes that like I just know who lives through situations. So sometimes I don't like. Think about it, but that mm-hmm. the Dornishman's wife song he was singing a couple of days ago, he like meant it when he's like, "Brothers, oh brothers, my days here are done. The Dornishman's taken my life." You know, he's yeah. like, "I'm
1: done. I guess like, is it." Yeah, you know. uh and the answer that the guard gave him, like, "You'll find out soon enough." Yeah. That's like, you don't want to hear that. You know, no. it's like, well, I would have rather heard yes. Um, actually, you know, like I, I don't know. I would have rather heard like just a definitive answer. Um, yeah. No, that was I don't know love. Man, I don't know, I might, no, I'm sticking with the Shireen and Davos. I was thinking about maybe switching to one, but I feel like it's like all the Dorn stuff is really good, but there's not like one particular scene that could beat out. No, not particularly, I I don't think, but uh,
0: later in the courtyard, Arreo brings Alaria and the Sand Snakes before Prince Duran in his wheelchair, and Duran gives Alaria an ultimatum. She can either choose to swear allegiance to him, or she can choose death. Restraining tears, she kneels and kisses his hand. Duran says he believes in second chances, and she is forgiven. But sternly warns her that he does not believe in third
1: chances. Again, hard-ass line from Duran. Dude! Uh,
0: yeah. I'm actually, I'm gonna switch my character to Duran after all this.
1: Uh, like, man. Yeah, he, he kinda owned here. Like, he's
0: not gonna have uh, many more opportunities for it, you know what I mean? True. Um, yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't remember even...
0: I'm pretty sure that's going to be like season six premiere. He's he's fucking gone. Like it's it's not long. Is this like uh,
1: natural causes or like someone killed? No. Him? Uh, no. Oh, OK.
0: Then finds Jamie in uh, in the study, writing a letter back to King's Landing informing him of his return. And, you know, she gives him shit. You know, you write like a seven year old. He's like, yeah, not a lefty. Uh, your your kind maester has agreed to transcribe it for me and send it off.
1: Was well, funny um, just seeing the, like, actual written on the, like, how it's yeah. so, like, crooked and, like, just getting, yeah. bit, like, I don't know, worse <laughs> as it goes. I thought, I don't know, that was was just kind of yeah, that He does write like a there. seven-year-old. Then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, dude, never written with his left hand before, you know? That, 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 yeah. I mean, if I were to do that right now, I mean, I'd. Oh, I'd I write, like, like, shit with my left hand. Yeah, like, I'd, I'd also have to, like,
0: take my sweet fucking time to make anything look. hmm like, I don't yeah. think I can hold a pencil in my left hand the way that I hold a pencil in my That's right, what I was just know? thinking.
1: It's it's crazy how there's nothing different about your hands at all, but you're so uncoordinated with one of them. It's, like, it's crazy. You try to throw a baseball with your left hand, you literally look like you don't even know how to throw a baseball, but then you just do it with, with your dominant hand and just – it's, like, yeah, I don't, that's just crazy that that's even – Yeah, like, like, I can do that,
0: like, shorthand scribble thing with my right way better than my fucking, mm. like – than my mm-hmm. left hand writing when I'm taking my fucking time, you know, like that's uh yeah, sure. It's hard. Yeah, it's but um uh, Yeah, uh Ellaria notes how odd it is that she and Oberon were looked down on for their sexuality in King's Landing and Jamie mm. is scorned for his incestuous love for Cersei, to which he remains silent and gives no acknowledgement. Though a hundred years ago, if his name were Targaryen, no one would have blinked an eye at such a relationship cryptically perhaps spurred by duran she then says that she knows your daughter marcella mm. had no part in what befell Oberyn. and maybe even jamie is innocent of that she she exits and jamie is left to ponder what seems to be an apology
1: yeah but a very weird like way to end it you know your daughter's innocent and you might be too mm. no other way to my just, friend. Means, yeah, <laughs> yeah and- Like, is that a threat? Is that an apology? Is that a... I don't know how to take that. Um, Right. He just kind of walks, like watches her walk out the room, and is like, "Okay." Um, Doesn't know. Yeah, just doesn't know really what to say there. But yeah, knowing what's coming though, just man, brutal. Yeah, that does hurt. Does hurt. Um, We won't get. We won't get there for a little bit. So I'll let it breathe. But
0: that concludes the story in the Water Gardens. We're now in Bravos, wherein Arya and her Lana persona is once again pushing her cart through the canal street canal canal streets of Bravos. Um, clams
1: sometimes... and cuckoos! <laughs> oysters, clams and cuckoos! <laughs> Ugh. God, that that one dude, that one just like fuckhead in the street too. That Thin was man. like.
0: Oh, no, 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 the guys before. No, yeah, yeah, before. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: How much for your little clam. I thought she was going to have a comeback with Cockle somehow, you know. Right, but, right. Uh, I mean, I guess it's in this identity to not be Arya Stark. You right, know? right. Um. So so that's all right. But, I mean, I thought a Cockle joke was – I mean, I, I thought – I don't know. I've never really heard Cockle before and i thought it was just a setup for a joke and then it didn't land and i was like ah oh, okay well,
0: that's there. a disappointment no you're right there was absolutely a missed opportunity there but uh yeah she passes the thin man who sells insurance to sailors having uh, been given a mission by the faceless men to assassinate him with poisoned oysters and just mm-hmm. as she reaches him however she stops in her tracks as she stares fixatedly on a boat at the dock which has caught her full attention Stepping out of the boat is Mace, Master of Coin Mace Tyrell, mm. and the commander of his guard, none other than Sir Maren Trant.
1: You know, One I never boat. thought I would see the day where I was happy to see Sir Maren Trant. When he popped out on this boat, I was like, let's fuck it. It clicked. I'm like, oh my god. It all wow. came back. This is like I'm like oh wow this is I've been so building good.
0: this I've been building this death up for a while I Matt. know and I can't uh, believe I forgot this this is this so is a ma- good. like
1: this it's is on a, her list you know well, it's it's the also Arya's
0: first with. like it's her first like, list she does list. a number
1: on yeah. this guy yeah, you this, know uh this is to to really do it to him. But I was like, "Oh, let's fucking go." I was like, you know, I didn't know if it was coming this episode or not. Dude, but I was I mean, like, like, "We've been talking about this
0: for almost mm-hmm. a fucking year, you know?" Yeah, like, uh, like, <laughs> yeah.
1: And it didn't click whatsoever. Just now, when he got off the boat, I was like, let's fucking go, shit!" I literally, like, I think I fist pumped in the air. Like it was yeah, that dude. much of a of a revelation where I was like, "Oh my god, Fuck wow, yeah. what a moment!"
0: No, it like, really it's it's, <laughs> it's 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 grand, but. Uh, yeah, that's one of the names on her list, yeah. Maren Trent, and Maren helped betray her father and killed her water. You know, she's, she's very happy. She's very happy to see him, but Mace was mm. sent by Cersei to treat with the Iron Bank, which is starting calling in the Crown's massive debts and at least trying to gain a little more time to deal with the problem from the bankers. Um uh, Mace is greeted at the dock by the bank's representative, Tycho Nestoris. Mm.
1: Um, Do you know this guy from anywhere? Absolutely. Uh, is yes, Sherlock?
0: Sherlock is, is Sherlock. He's the brother of Sherlock in the show, that's Sherlock. Right. But yeah, Mark Gatiss has—he's uh, got a good resume on him. He's been in a lot of stuff. Um, but yeah, Sherlock would definitely be a top one that, especially the first time I watched this, that I pointed to and I was like, "Oh shit, that's that's that guy's
1: I gotta, brother." I think I, that, I haven't seen Sherlock in quite a while. That's another TV show that's kind of up in a different league. It's very short, you know, kind of a little mini-series, but...
0: You yeah. know, but it's got that hour and a half every episode yeah. thing going on.
1: Mm-hmm. A little cinema feel, you know. Mm. Um, but, you know, just a little a non-alcohol part, you know. I don't partake, um, actually, in the alcohols. I'm too smart for that. Um, I don't know. That's that's who he's playing here.
0: Right. Yeah, no, and Mesa, you know, he, he addresses Tycho here. He's like... Hello, I'm Miss Terrell. How are you today? You know, his whole fucking thing. He, he looks like he's about to go singing through the streets and, like, throwing the arms up and, you know. He's, he he's putting on a theater production, it seems.
1: He literally does. Like, at later, like, when they leave, he's singing. Mm. And they're like, oh, my God, I That's never very thought true. that dude would shut up. They're like, holy shit, this dude. Like, he's trying so hard to be, like, a Rhaegar. You know, like, yeah, you just... Walked through the streets, sang to the people, you know, he, he gathered money from this, his singing and then gave it to an orphanage or gave it to a, you know, whatever he's, he's like trying, I don't know. Is he, is, is he trying to like, why just, or is he just that theatric that he's like, I'm going to sing to these guys?
0: theatric, you know, I think he's just oh. that theatrical. I do believe that there is a little bit of a, he's trying to put out an essence of, you know, he's a, he's a robust. Look at me.
1: Lovable man, you man. know, that's what he's trying to mm. be, you know? Okay, fair, fair, fair. annoying as shit. God, uh, man, yeah. Yeah, it'd be weird to play that in real life, you know, knowing that you're, like, the annoying character in the show. Right. Um, I wonder if he's just chill in real life. Or Probably also, is. if he doesn't know he's the annoying character in the show. Oh, no. If he's actually worry. blind to it, that'd yeah. not be good. It'd be crazy if we see, like, a round table with the actors and – He's just actually oblivious, and he plays he the exact like, This isn't
0: like a makeup and wig and stuff. <laughs> this is just what he looks like.
1: Oh, no. Oh, I feel like I'm I'm going in on the man a little too hard. Let's, um, <laughs> let's... Oh, God, who's he played by? Roger Ashton Griffiths. I mean, that kind of sounds like the name of a guy. Yeah, no, this, Ooh, this cool. guy definitely is giving me the vibes. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, no. He was a singer in the English National Opera at the London Coliseum. Oh, my God. Um... In a lot of plays.
0: Wow. Oh yeah, he was PT Barnum in Gangs in New York. Forgot about that.
1: Whoa.
0: Yeah, he wait, was in wait. Gangs in New York. Who? P. T. Who's Barnum, that- the guy who ran Barnum and Bailey's The Circus. Uh oh. I forgot to point that out. I wanted to point that out during the Gangs of New York podcast. That's right. I I did see
1: that, too, when I was watching. I'm like, oh, my God, that's fucking Mace Terrell. What the hell? Yeah.
0: was just how much of an impact he makes as Mace Terrell that we can forget about it (laughs) while we're talking about something else.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah, he's only in four other episodes after this, and one of them is him blowing up at the end, so that's cool. That's
0: great. Um, That's great. Yeah, this guy's guy's worked with Martin Scorsese, so.
1: Hey, you know know what? Got to give it to him there.
0: Gotta give it to him. Um, Gotta give it to him. Hats off to Roger Ashton Griffith. Uh anyways, but, we're uh, footsteps
1: into Bravos, by the way. Literally yeah, Marin all- <laughs> getting off the boat. Um, yeah, Marin all char- the while
0: Arya Arya has remained uh froze, staring mm-hmm. at Sir Marin, ignoring the thin man's request for some oysters. And then uh Arya completely abandons her mission to assassinate the thin man and instead follows Marin's. Through the streets. She's like, Yep, this is it now. I'm she was like, No one ah, oh, forget about that shit. I am fuck that. Oh man, I I didn't know how much I was not <laughs> you know.
1: <laughs> oh well she does have her list and she's not gonna get an opportunity like this again. You know, they, they could be in and out, gone. That that thin man, he's there. He's sat, you know, he's that's where he makes his money. He's not going anywhere. Um she did have a mission you know she is trying to prove who she is though so um but no yeah like
0: i think it's just kind of like a quick not a reminder because you know i don't think she ever truly loses sight of who she is you know but like uh Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. it shows just how much of a means to an end the faceless men are to her you know she's like oh Marin trent okay fuck yeah sorry gotta go you know i i ain't got shit to do um
1: This one's understandable. I mean, fuck this guy. This guy fucking sucks.
0: Oh my god! Like he already sucked. He was already terrible. He was already a terrible person.
1: Turn him up to twelve. You know they were like, what
0: if we made him one of the worst people? Though Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, they went full Tarantino with it. You know, like they they did the whole. You know they've Mm -hmm. already made him bad, but you know, from what we've seen so far from him stabbing out his eyes and stabbing him like fifteen times in the chest and slowly slitting his throat might be you know, a tad over mm. the top. But after what we see, it's perfect. It's exactly what he deserves. That's anything, exactly what he needs. It's
1: underwhelming, you know, I think yeah. I think uh more could in fact, have fact it might have been to too quick. Yeah, I know. I think I think it was a little merciful from Arya. Um <laughs> Man, yeah, I don't know and that's the thing is that this episode, he doesn't even really do like He's bad. Like it, it, turns him up to like eleven. But then next episode, it's like, oh my god, this dude mm-hmm. is is literally just a piece of shit. Like, yeah, just d- die already. Like, yeah, no, I kind of wanted something more. But I'm glad Arya was the one that got to do it, man. I, I, I don't, yeah. I can't believe this didn't click. Um, but yeah,
0: no, yeah, uh, it's it's I'm fantastic. But uh, after visiting the Iron Bank building, Marin and a few other Lannister guards depart from Mace at night to go visit a little brothel, and Arya sneaks into the brothel under the. As a simple uh, seller of oysters and clams from a hand basket, and uh the bouncer brusco doesn't want her in at first but the uh you know prostitute Lara,
1: mm-hmm.
0: she's uh i think she's kind of the oh wait no she's, she's one of aria's regular customers Ah, oh, she's the first person you see Arya. you know she comes down the road as she's heading home from work and she always buys an oyster from her uh, it's like the yeah. first thing she says whenever she's talking to Jockin about her Lana persona.
1: Whoa. In season four, she's at the bathhouse. No way. She's at the bathhouse with that uh, Salador San when Davos interrupts to recruit the dude. She's one of the girls in the bathtub as well. That's kind of nuts. Yeah.
0: The one who finishes the joke, the punchline.
1: Yes. Yeah, that knows the joke bef- yes. Yeah. That's yeah, that's her. And well, then, I do
0: believe that young that is monger
1: who roams. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That
0: is when Davos went to Bravos to treat with the Iron Bank.
1: Mhm. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. So like it's it's cool that they kept, maintained maintain a bit dude, of a continuity.
1: They had that shit ton of gold. He was like Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, you you're you're coming with me, you know. Like Davos was like you're you're not refusing this. Um Where's my man? Know, that was sick.
0: I need my man's wow. back. Mhm. But, yeah. uh
1: What the hell, man? Just nowhere? Just, that's it? What, with a loads. name like that? Salador San? like
0: Bring man. back Salador San. Uh, but this is one of Arya's regular customers and tells him to let her stay as oysters are said to be an aphrodisiac. And Arya sells a few and then makes her way to the back chambers where she spies on Marin from uh, behind some shutters. And again, one of those moments that visually is just like, this is... Not like other Thrones episodes, you know? Mm. It has that, that, like, shutter she's looking through. Like, oh, dude. Very, very Mm. cool. But uh, Maren catches a brief look at her at one point as she seems vaguely familiar, but he just shrugs it off. It's been years since he last saw her, you know? Um, The brothel's madam presents several girls in succession to Maren here. Uh, But he passes on each, you know, too old, too old. Too old, and uh, you know, each one the madam is presenting a girl's, you know, younger. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Marin, you know, he's like, Too old, do you have what I'm looking for? Yeah, and I love that, like, even though they provide this service,
1: they try like, not to.
0: Every time that he says too old, each time it gets increasingly more like, Oh. You know, and like even the madam and each girl that he's saying is too old keeps going like, oh, no, you know, like they, they're they all uncomfortable with the situation. And, and the madam even has to, like, regain her composure and be like, of course we do. I'll be oh, right yeah. back
1: because she has to she has to be, you know, put on the the HR face or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. her work face. And then immediately as he leaves, she's like, ugh, alright, fuck that guy, you know, like, wow, that guy sucks. Yeah, it was, it was, and, like, the performance of, of, like, the youngest one that did come out, you know, like, her just looking scared, like, she was just, like, not, I don't know, it it seemed that, that this was, I don't know, very uncommon, Uh, she's. I mean, ah, uh, she's also just very young. It was just, very, yeah. Very
0: no, long. yeah. I mean, like it, it seems Dude. they haven't had anyone coming in here asking around for a girl this young ever. Is kind of the impression you get. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, uh, the madam slowly realizes what he wants, uh, and she brings out a very young girl whom Aaron accepts gruffly, bluntly saying he expects another quote fresh one tomorrow. Oh,
1: um, god.
0: Yeah, yeah, fucking horrendous. And after he leaves the madam, uh, runs into Arya and chews her out. And later on, Arya returns to the house of black and white, empty-handed, handed, having abandoned her first mission for the Faceless Men. And when Jakagar asks what happened, she lies to him and says that the thin man simply wasn't hungry today and didn't order any of her, her oysters. And Jock quips that perhaps this is why he is the thin man. Mm. And Arya promises that she will follow through on the assassination tomorrow. She departs, and while Jockin seems to suspect that she was lying, he makes no outward reaction of it. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, interesting way to handle that on Jockin's part. Usually, you know, when someone lies, they like what we've seen is
1: you—you you smack. He them, knows. You know? No, yeah. he. I think he knows. He knows exactly what she's doing. Um, and I think like i think this is it was set up on purpose they they know um that marin trant and uh loris what no not loris fucking mace mace thank you Tyrell, are coming over they know they're going to come in on this port to the iron bank they know this insurance guys right fucking there go kill them on this day that they're coming in let's see if you let's see if you can if you're up for the task, you know, let's see if you can actually put Arya Stark away. Um, and then what kind of nailed the coffin or put the nail in the coffin for me was next episode. Like, her punishment, um, that she gets is the same punishment she gives, um, Mace. Hmm. And it was kind of like, okay, I think, like, there, yeah, oh, sorry, Maren Trent. Um, (laughs) wow. Flipped him, uh, twice there. But yeah, no, I think, I think, jockens in the know um, oh yeah and i think
0: there's a on. lot there's a lot that points you in that direction especially considering that by the end of her arc here like at all jockin is never actually grooming her to be a faceless man and he knows he knows that she's mm-hmm. not going to join their order because when he sends her off at the end he like he's like he like kind of smiles and he's like yep this is this is where you're supposed to be. This is how things are supposed to go. I was yeah. just supposed to help you along, you know? And uh, mm-hmm. I think, like, so I'm with you there. I do think there's a certain degree yeah, of, like, maybe. this is how things have to happen.
1: Yeah. Um, like, this is one – like, maybe you got to cross a line. You know, she hasn't killed anyone like this yet. You know, you got to kind of – if you want to be a killer like Jockin, if you want to be, like, the weapons that they are, you kind of got to just gotta go like crazy that. on some people. You got to, like yeah. – you got to go cra- crazy emotional kills so that just another assassination or just a random whoever is just like nothing to you. It's like, oh, okay, whatever. Right. Yeah, I'll do that. That's nothing. Um, so so, yeah, yeah, know, that
0: I'd... concludes the story in mm-hmm. Bravos for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we are in Marine, wherein, attended by Tyrion Lannister, Masande, and Dario Naharis, Daenerys sits in the royal box at Daznak's pit. Hisdar Zolarrak arrives late, claiming to have been putting the final touches on the arrangements for the event. Quote when the first two combatants take the field, Hisdar indicates that Daenerys is to start the fight with a clap of her hands. Dario verbally spars with Hisdar for much of the first match, drawing Daenerys' attention from the, you know, spectacle in front of her, which is sweet. Fucking loved it. You know, I love that Dario. You know, he's talking shit. You know, cool. to...
1: talking shit and. Freaking turning on Daenerys at the same time. That's uh, his you goal. Know he wants to like, distract her. He knows she doesn't like you this shit. Know. I don't know. I think this is how he speaks in the bedroom a little bit, or this is why like Daenerys just finds him attractive because he's just such an attractive man as well. Oh, don't as, get like, me wrong. Just,
0: this is undoubtedly yeah. hot. Um, it's undoubtedly yeah, like hot, but the, I think he, he knows exactly what he's too. doing to distract her from this. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. um Yeah. Which is even more hot,
0: you know, that's just even more, that's even more attractive. But yeah, the, the shit talking about how the, the big men could never keep up with him because he was too quick. And then the big guy cuts off the little guy's head. Thought that was funny. Um,
1: yeah, I I mean, I mean, they were really setting up the little guy to win and I was like, hell yeah, let's go. And like Tyrion's there too. So it's like, you know, seemingly we're going to get the little guy to win, but, uh, no, no, that, uh, that big dude sliced his head off pretty clean.
0: Oh, Uh, he did. Oh, he did now, didn't yeah. he? Um, yeah,
1: and, and his dar. um, like what? What's up with? Why was he late? Is there actually like? Do we get reasons why? He's. Uh, he just he just says
0: he was putting the final touches on the uh, on the arrangements for the event today.
1: As in the sons of Harpy. Probably or no. But like he died. I- he they kill him. You know.
0: I, I think it was just he was hoisted by his own petard. They were just killing motherfuckers and he happened to die.
1: Was that just the plan? Just kill. Just, just kill, kill as many people in here? Because I guess, yeah, That's they what killed. My mind that. Crowd, yeah, crowdsmen. Okay. Huh. Hmm. But is it ever called back to, do you know? Like, did they ever. Like. In later story, I don't know, like in the. Sons I don't think. Harpy I think this is
0: supposed to put the idea that he could have been working with them to bed, because Dario, like his daughter's like my queen, come with me. I know a place that we can hide. And Dario's like suspicious of that. And then the sons of the harpy start stabbing him, and he's like, "Oh, okay."
1: Oh, maybe he was going for be trying to be the king because he's married now, and mm. if Daenerys goes. He's the king of marine, yeah. Um, and maybe this was just a hope, you know, a public not a not an ex not like an assassination. So it's like uh, kind of obvious, or I don't know, but the, a little less obvious, maybe. I don't know.
0: Yeah, you know, um, yeah, I, I, th- I could I could see that. But regardless, um, next up in the next matchup, her attention returns to the arena when Jorah Mormont gives the uh, traditional dedication to her. You know, I fight or uh, mm-hmm. I live and die for your honor, your grace, or whatever the fuck. Uh, my oh-glorious like nice queen.
1: Voice. Yeah. yeah, she, yeah.
0: Like, I was close. In, you know, uh, I went thing. with Duran. I switched it to Duran, but mm-hmm. I almost went with Jorah. And the reason I switched is because I gave it to Jorah for like the same reasons as a couple episodes ago when I gave it to Jorah last. Um. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, yeah, oh. you know. I. But it's fine. It's fine. You know, so spread the love a little bit more. Duran's not going to get ahead. many more chances. But uh, Yeah,
1: he deserves one. Um, <laughs> Jorah, Jorah's got a little bit longer to go. He's got some cool, cool story arcs.
0: Oh, to um, be sure. But uh, in spite of Jorah's previous successes, he has decidedly mixed results in the Grand Melee he finds himself in. Uh, it begins with six fighters, uh, with Jorah pairing up with a Norvosi long axe fighter, similar to Areo Hota, who we see down mm-hmm. south in Dorne. Uh same type of fighter here. And, uh, the Norvosi is able to land several blows against Jora, eventually knocking him to the ground. However, Jora is able to bring out his dagger and eventually bury it in the Norvosi's chest after a brief melee. He's not doing this like he did last time, which is the other reason I was considering picking him. He has mm-hmm. to, he has to fight for he his life here. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There's no. Well, and it's the way he, like,
0: positions the body towards... There is, like, a... It feels like there's, like, an animosity there, which is why it's almost believable when he picks up the spear and throws it up there that it might be at Daenerys. You know, we know it's not, but... Mm -hmm. He does everything with a a certain sort of aggression that you don't really see out of him, typically.
1: Maybe the Grayscale's getting to him. Right. You know, he's, he's, uh... Because... I don't know, we, we've we seen him kind of effortlessly take out people, and this, this is like a higher, I guess, you know, like this is the major leagues, I guess, you know, yeah. as co- compared to the the single A ball that he was playing down in, you know, when he just dismantled right. everybody without right. killing him, um, so I guess this is a little different, the skill level's a little different, but he was struggling a little bit, you know, and, and then seeing Daenerys like worried, you know, and then like them being like hey, like Tyrion's like you can stop this. Like Amelia go was ahead. like Amelia yeah. Clark
0: was acting Horton mm-hmm. acting good. Um mm. yeah, that's, I is uh that,
1: is that who yes, it is who I went with. I was like I knew hey. I, I knew I had something in Marine. Um, and this uh this
0: little breakdown kind of breezes over my favorite part of the Marine storyline, which is the conversation they all have up there oh, in the yeah, box that's between, between his dar
1: my lines. That's where my yeah. line comes
0: from. Um,
1: oh, okay, let's see. Yeah, see, it's don't... it's
0: wonderful. I think oh, that they have yeah. they have just such great exchanges up there. And Tyrion is just dropping bar after bar after bar, you know. Uh oh my God. Yeah. Amelia or to... Daenerys says something about how, you know, the, the his daughter's like they're fighting for your honor, you know, like they're fighting for you and she's like it's for somebody else's, you know, it's somebody else's wishes that they're fighting for. And, you know, she says something about how one day his great city may return to ashes just as they will. And uh, he's Mm -hmm. like, oh, at your hand. And she says, if it comes to that, they'll have died for a purpose.
1: Whoa. Yeah. Like, that's, That's I don't know, like, one day. Pretty dark. Marine was here long before we were, and it will be here Mm -hmm. long after us or whatever. Like, we have to uphold tradition, blah, blah, blah. And Tyrion just throws in the... You know, my father would have liked you, or whatever. Like, yeah, oh, my father. That that that's not my line. I'm going with that. Was just one. I just thought it was funny. Uh, it was just like a little, little jab thrown in there because that's that's kind of like the most insulting thing Tyrion can say to someone. Oh, is absolutely. That like my father would have liked you. Um, that means I hate you more than anything, pretty much. Um, but yeah, no, there was. Um, let's see. I think my, they my were, line was.
0: Uh... You know, uh, Hizdar said something really well. Well said, and, elo- and Tyrion goes, "Ah, that was that was eloquently put." Uh, mm. I find eloquent men are wrong every bit as much as idiots, or whatever the fuck he says. But that was the one that I went with. Um,
1: yeah. No, there, this this was full of lines. Like it's this was just great, like political philosophical talk here, um, and I'm I'm all for that um especially when it's coming from Peter Dinklage um and i i think i forgot what led tyrion to say this i think it was um something along the lines of like oh you um fighting this is entertainment this is awesome you know whatever like this nothing mm-hmm. can be done without violence or whatever you know like name me one thing that hasn't been done without violence and tyrion's like you know i mean it's it's all right and yes, it, like most things, do happen like that. But I don't. I don't need it in my leisure time. You know, dude? right? Like I, yeah. Like this isn't this isn't a, an entertainment. And, and then, uh, Hisdar claps back with something. But then Tyrion says, "It's easy to confuse what is with what ought to be, especially yeah. when what is has worked out in your favor." Um, and just just kind of like telling him, you know, you you've been you've been seated in a in a position where you were very powerful from the very g you know you, you couldn't see the the troubles in in what's going on because you're just born into it you know you, you you don't have that outside perspective um and if it's working out you know if it ain't broke don't fix it that's that's their their kind of viewpoint but you know I don't know i mean you need some form of entertainment but is it really sending just dudes out there to kill each other i mean People were bored back then, I guess, you know, like to get to that point. Or yeah, if this
0: is uh if this is what our entertainment is, man, what are we what are we cooking, you
1: know? I mean, wow. I mean, they didn't have cameras, you know. They couldn't make Christopher Nolan or Scorsese films, you know. That that's they're not pumping those out. I guess they have the theater, you know. They do have like little pop-up plays and stuff. Um yeah, brothels. Yeah, like the entertainment is just really kind of rough you know it's, yeah it's just not the best industry um this time period
0: yeah no to be sure but uh i mean we you know you like to think we've evolved quite a bit but we you know we've got ufc fighting and we've got uh boxing that's and true. you know that's those
1: are uh, yeah one of the only situations where you can legally kill someone like that's kind of great yeah. like that's nuts like if they die that's like it's in the fucking terms and conditions, dog. That's that's kinda that's crazy. But back in the day it was expected that you died. It was you you yeah, right. <laughs> one must die. You know, it's not not like we're trying to just have a good fight and then we both walk away from this. Most fighters hug, you know, even sometimes after the UFC and yeah, stuff it's an like intimate that. Intimate like experience respectful. almost. Yeah, it's like respectful. Uh but then no, here it is if no one dies, something someone will make someone die. I don't know. Oh, like yeah. Someone's dying, no matter what.
0: Okay. Yeah, but the the fight continues to spin out of Jorah's control as he finds himself hopelessly outmatched by a water dancer and suffers many cuts from his opponent's uh, little little needle-like sword. And mm-hmm. during the fight, Amirini's pit fighter is able to lance his opponent in the chest, and the water dancer eventually knocks Jorah to the ground and is about to deliver a killing blow but fails to notice that the pit fighter uh, who just killed another guy is just coming up behind him to kill him as well. And I love the way that this guy's like, "Yeah, I'll kill this guy from behind." But Jorah, I respect you. For some reason, I'm going to let you get up and do the honorable thing. Uh, yeah, the
1: Westerosi knight. They're like, probably I don't know. I'm assuming everyone's there like a little racist towards Westeros. You know, it's like ah, they're they're too fancy over there. You know, I feel like that's right. that's kind of the viewpoint on Westeros. But yeah, he it's wants like, to show nah, him up. Yeah, you stand up. I don't want an easy kill, but as I just got an easy kill a couple seconds ago, whatever. Right, right, whatever. Um, But
0: uh, yeah, draw stares for a few moments at Daenerys after he, uh, you know, he's saved. You know, he looked he looked up at her as he's about to die, like I do this for you. You know, ready to die for you. Um, But you know, he gets saved and such, and then, uh, you know. It goes ahead and kills the guy really rather easily, too. You know, they went back and forth for a second because that little somersault into the the killing Ooh. blow.
1: You think he was playing the whole time? You think he had it completely in the bag, but he was like, I want to show Daenerys that I would die. So let me make it like a good. Let me, <laughs> no,
0: I think you know, he let was outmatched. I don't think he's playing okay. with his life like that. Um, I,
1: that's, I don't know. But, but if he's that confident, I don't, yeah, he's not like, is he like, He did beat a Dothraki blood Rider in single combat though. I don't know. He got lucky.
0: That was the one where the hook got stuck in his armor and he couldn't get Uh, it.
1: You almost know if he didn't have the armor, he would have been done. He'd have been fucked. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He was done for, um, Fair enough. And while the weapon is stuck in his side, he just slashed the dude's face. So it's funny that he keeps using that as an example of like how awesome he is. When if like like... it's true,
1: technically true, but
0: technically he did kill a a Thraiki blood rider in
1: single combat. But and then uh... they're boasting it up to be cal Drogo as well. So like this dude should be the should be just I don't know the Jon Snow. Yeah, right of of Essos right right now. Oh. Yeah, but
0: uh, Jorah stares for a few moments after at Daenerys after winning, and then suddenly grabs and hurls a spear at the royal blo- box, causing everyone to panic. But it lands straight in the chest of a son of the Harpy, and uh, that's what like, I remember watching this for the first time, being like, "Oh, like the shot of them like standing up mm-hmm. with those freaky ass oh. masks,"
1: and then the music too. It's like, "Oh, it's great." Like, oh yeah, that's a. Oh man, it is creepy, and like the um, you know, all the, like, what are they, oh my god, I'm blanking, the soldiers, the army that they, Unsullied, uh, yeah, the Unsullied, unsullied that are around there, and then Dario. Horrendous.
0: Horrendous yeah. security. What are they cooking, the Unsullied? What the fuck do you mean this is the finest army in the world? They are Shoot. getting bitched by these random motherfuckers weekly.
1: And yeah, did you see, like, the overhead shot of, like, Daenerys was, like, over on, I don't know, her little tent area. Fucking across the way, literally, like, all the way across the pit, there's just a, a line of Unsullied on, like, this random concrete, like, pad dividing, like, some crowd or whatever. It's like, that would have been a lot more useful surrounding your fucking queen, maybe? I don't know. Um, hey, man, I love Grey Worm.
0: He's got to get his money up, okay? He's, he's got to get his money up.
1: He got he, Dude, that dude, that dude was, uh... Yeah, I don't know. Getting stabbed. I don't know how long that recovery time is, but we need him back. You know, we do. We need Gray Worm. Oh, back, that's true. Back. He was.
0: He hasn't been in there lately. I forgot about and, that.
1: And remember the fight with uh, Barristan? He almost went out with Barriston, dude. Yeah, they they, uh, they tore him up. Yeah, he's just just been recovering and chilling with Masande. You know um yeah he's been like Stanwell, a Harley and Gilly, you know
0: has been um, having a nice little break up there, but uh mm-hmm. yeah, the Sons of the harpy reveal themselves on every level of the arena, which just furthers my yeah, questioning yeah. of the unsullied's abilities. And you know, well,
1: they could have just had their masks in their back pockets. You know, like the whole.
0: We ain't patting motherfuckers down on the entrance. You know, like y'all, That's y'all. This is the time before metal detectors, yeah. man.
1: Yeah, they, don't, they don't got that. They're not patting down everyone that walks in. You know, like
0: you ought to on. when you got the sons of the harpy out here, bro. That's my thing. Like and you know, they're a
1: threat. Active, like terrorist organization. Yeah, man. Against, yeah, you know what fair enough uh and she's the <laughs> most public place there is in marine uh pretty the queen's
0: much. gonna be there you know like i don't know man it just it just man. feels like logically mm-hmm. you do everything you possibly could to prevent yeah. something like this yeah. um, like
1: there needed to be a lot more sons of the harpy for this to kind of be like believable that they're taking out the unsoldied like this easily because well, here's that thing bags, like I think there needs to be a
0: lot less for it to be believable that they ever even got in. You know, like, they're fucking everywhere. It's so, it's almost everybody in the fucking arena. Like,
1: it's True, It is kind of crazy. Half, yeah, uh, like, hmm. That is regardless,
0: I'm not actually, I'm not actually pressed about it. I think it makes sense. Like, no, you it, know,
1: this know, dramatically, is both, dramatically, both. it has to
0: happen like this, but, uh. Yeah, the Sons of the Harpy, you know, they start going ahead and slaughtering motherfuckers and uh masters and freedmen alike, which indicates to me that if his Dar's involved, like they've they've abandoned their like mm-hmm. loyalty to the old ways. They've got their own vision for what's going to happen now. Um Then they they go ahead and off his Dar and Jorah and Dario, you know, Jorah, that moment when he sticks out his hand to Daenerys and she takes it fuck yes you know i love that moment
1: uh, worry, brought it here that's two inches away from that hand yeah. right there yeah no, that, i know that kind that that thought crossed my mind i was like oh wait a minute is that the is that the right hand or the wrong i don't know <laughs> don't put out is the wrong game, hand jorah. Boy? You know, you know, don't put out the wrong arm dude right uh, right but, but so, no that was a nice moment jorah taking daenerys and then Tyrion mm. kind of going ape shit, you know, killing someone with a dagger and being like, All yeah, right, him. I Missandei. was like, oh, okay, Tyrion, you know, the like, small
0: guy killing the guy with the muscle, you know what I'm saying? Like, fuck yeah, I like it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah. finding the exits blocked, the group makes a stand in the center of the pit with with the remainder of the Unsullied around them, and they're hopelessly outnumbered. The circle keeps getting smaller and smaller and Daenerys and Masande take each other's hands and look at each other Ready for death. Mm. And then this I don't I don't agree with the uh wiki of Westeros's assessment of the situation here. Uh they say that she closes her eyes ready to face death. But the way the music drops out and the way she takes the breath, she is absolutely calling for her dragon. He's calling right?
1: Drogon. A hundred percent. Like this was we, we were joking about this mind connection they have. It's a hundred percent real. Like, oh, yeah. Well,
0: that, that's the thing is that we've known it to be real, but what we've joked about in the past is them like literally talking to talking, each other. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah like, like,
1: <laughs> All right. Wait for the most dramatic yeah. moment. You yes. Got it. Like, come oh, out. Make it
0: super fucking cool. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. No, nah, but
0: like, yes. it says she closes her eyes prepared for death, and I completely disagree with that. I think she is the way, like, I think everything in that moment makes, cause you even hear her like, like you hear her breath go in, like she is. They're trying that's, to tell you that she is doing something.
1: Like I don't know. No. Like that's that's a maybe a, maybe a little bit of both. Maybe like
0: I think right before. I think it's like a last. It's a hail mary. You know yeah, she doesn't if know Cameron it's it Does it
1: come? I'm dead. Uh, but. Drogon's gonna come.
0: The the look she gives Masande right before is a ready for death look. Like that's what that is. But closing her eyes, she is trying to prevent it. Like that's what that's what's happening there. But regardless, at that moment, the you know, the draconic screech pierces the air and Drogon appears, descending upon the arena, flying out of a giant flame burst. Bro, Mm -hmm. and this is when I was like, you know, I this brought a tear to my eye. I was like, I couldn't believe it. I I was just like, I knew it was coming. It's super cool. But like building upon the relationship between the writer and the dragon, this is the moment rather than her climbing up and flying off with him. That is built upon by house of the dragon where house of the dragon is kind of like made every other example of flying on a dragon kind of not mean less, but like it, it looked fucking crazy in that show. Like it looked so good. Um,
1: sick and like it even, was
0: this like the calling of him him responding and him mm, being there that made me go like that's a fireball
1: cool. too like making yeah. noise making noise you know just <laughs> just screeching <laughs> so that and then everyone everyone immediately stops and just looks up because they know they're like well we had a good run you know it yep. the, the the game has now changed and they try to, it's like if i can run away um and I don't know why. some of them. Usually this doesn't bug me. Usually this doesn't bug me. But, like, it's strictly, like, packs of four Sons of the Harpy that get burned, like, in groups. It's never, like, a big, like, grand group. And maybe that's because they're literally on fire and, like, the stunt people... You know, maybe it's just, like, you can't light I'm willing to bet
0: it's a... I bet it's a legal legal limitation.
1: Yeah, like, you can't light... 10 people on fire in the same room you know we'll have,
0: have to change if that's the case because they light several people on fire in season eight really all in the same shot like, yeah
1: oh wow yeah maybe i don't know okay interesting maybe they got but a, the maybe other thing a to consider is
0: potentially no. that they're all the same stunt people who are the <laughs> only four willing to From do different it
1: different angles yeah they yeah. Just shot it one time and just from different angles. And then I mean, how many times on.
0: are you like volunteering to get set on fire, man? Dude, you know, like that's a... That uh...
1: um, surprisingly, like it's, it only goes on for like 10 seconds. You just put a shit ton of jelly on you. Like, I don't know, you're like, you barely even feel it, Apparently. Mm -hmm. um i've always wanted to try it because everyone that comes out of it they're like i can't wait to do it again that was so like just awesome and that's what they did to uh
0: that's what they did to chad stahelski when he was the stunt double for v and v for vendetta Mm -hmm. remember when he was standing basically butt ass naked in the flames like that's uh that's exactly what they did they just covered him in jelly and Mm -hmm. were like good luck buddy um
1: just don't die. Don't suff- suffocation is the only thing you got to worry about. The yeah, smoke right. Stuff like that. But the, uh, the heat apparently isn't. Smoke really inhalation
0: that- is going to yeah. be a problem, but uh, regardless, many of the suns uh, scatter and tear as Drogon bites, crushes, and burns everybody, it's and
1: a dude in half by just like ripping his Gosh, head. head back ripping and back forth.
0: Forth. It's like my. It was like watching my dog play with a toy, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's like a human. Um,
1: yeah, it's a whole human that he's yeah, ingesting yeah. Half up. actually I think he just spit him out. Actually, he was just, like, yeah, he nah. just spit him. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'll, I'll like, eat later. One
0: half he's of like, his body flies that way. And he flings the other half the other way. So like, uh, it's a real message. Yeah. Um, I'm here. and you know, he's they're, here. they're throwing the spears, you know, mm-hmm. they're, they're like, let's get this dragon down. And it's barely doing a thing to him. You know, I mean, it's doing a little something. It's making him mad, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Daenerys hastily makes an effort to remove the spear, spear promote. Uh, sorry, prompting Drogon to turn on mm-hmm. her with a uh, huge roar, and he yeah. stops short of attacking her and becomes calm, and uh, trying to Didn't get like Drogon. Her. Oh no, mm-hmm. no! Trying to get Drogon out of the sun's range, Daenerys climbs atop his back and bids him, Valad, mm-hmm. and just then. We watch him. I love the little running takeoff that dragons do. It always gets me hyped up. Like the big steps Boom,
1: and then, and then they jump,
0: you know, the yeah. swell of the music. The, yeah. oh, dude, a wonderful, like Ramin Djawadi is one of the finest composers, like ever for my mm-hmm. money. Like, uh, extremely underrated as far as, you know, when you hear the big names, it's all, I mean, like John Williams, uh. of course, is the first one to come to mind, but. Mm-hmm modernly people go with like ludwig Gorenson and and guys like that man ramin jawadi with this westworld um and movies mm-hmm. i think he did he did eternals which has a great soundtrack as well um like dude has just got There's it like
1: his that. theme is so good like oh, this is so really, good
0: oh like, like the the fucking choral Swell in the moment fucking fantastic.
1: Watching in disbelief as well. They're like, oh my god, like the dragon was already so unbelievable, but now she's on top of the thing, fly you know, like it's just like, oh my god, like what's happening right now. Dragon
0: rider in over a century. And the Sons of the Harpy are stomped out for now. But Dario, Jorah, Masande, and Tyrion look on in astonishment as Drogon soars away.
1: She rode Drogon the old-fashioned way. No saddle. In yeah. House of the Dragon, they had saddles. They were, like, chilling up there, strapped in. Yeah, whatever. she
0: went bareback. Ooh.
1: In spite, that's like dragon scale. There was spiky up there. Like, that's not comfortable can't feel whatsoever. feel great. Oh my gosh. Uh, maybe it locks her in a little more. I don't know. But, like, not, a com- not, a, not in a comfortable
0: I'm Certainly way. not comfortably. Um, but. but, no, that concludes another great episode. Of Game mm. of Thrones, man. Like that was uh, for a, you know, since Hard Home was like the what we typically think of as a penultimate episode. This one kind of feels like it's on the weaker side as far as comparing them there. But I still think that visually this might be my favorite episode of the season mm. just yes. because it was so original. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of shots in this that I don't feel like I could point to other spots in Game of Thrones and go, ah, It reminds me of that. No, like this is uh this is pretty singular and I, I like it won two
1: Emmy Awards. Um one for outstanding single camera picture editing and um outstanding visual effects. Look at um, that. Look at that. Makes it. perfect sense and Amelia Clark's submission for supporting actress, um, Emmy Nom there as well um for this episode for nomination. Love that. But yeah, this this one was it, it felt um visually way like there was purpose for it just just to be cool. Like they they could have just shown Jamie walking into those apartments, you know, the main apartments, whatever, just like normal, like they normally do, whatever. They didn't have to do that. But that was so cool. They didn't have to show the Alistair thorn over the shoulder down the wall shot of John slowly separating himself from the pack, like oh my fucking Damn. God. Um yeah, no, this this episode was, was beautiful. And I don't know, like every se- like it's weird to rank like enjoyment here because like Shireen, like there's there's just very hard things to watch, but it's like, right. um, I don't think that like weighs it down, you know.
0: I don't no think no no, no, I don't either.
1: Yeah, I think. Well, last episode was a ten uh, with Hard Home. I, I I don't know if I'm at a ten here. Enjoyment? Uh,
0: no. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty high. Like it's a. Uh, it's a viscerally emotional episode. And mm-hmm. for that, I gotta give it some credit, but I do not like um, watching most of it. Um, yeah, this would
1: be the first penultimate that won't get a 10 on enjoyment.
0: No shit. Um, uh, yeah,
1: Walking yeah, and that's kind of no doubt too. To like a this isn't near Blackwater and Baylor. So, I mean,
0: in fact, like, you know. It's a strong like I do enjoy the episode, but not in any particular fashion to where I'm like, oh, man, like you got to watch the Dance of Dragons episode. In fact, like I'd steer you away for the most part for the other reasons beyond the mm-hmm. end of this. Um, yeah. So, I mean, like, I'm I, I don't want to go too low with it. Like, I'm still probably around a nine, you know, <laughs> like because because it was that good. It was that well done that that mm-hmm. kind of boosts my yeah. enjoyment of it. I mean, if it was bad and did all these terrible things i would never watch it you know i would never enjoy watching i have a good time watching it though and yeah. uh
1: i think i'm there that's what we gave episode 7 um as well uh episode 3 of this season 2 got a 9 yeah, fuck
0: yeah i'll give it a 9 that's cool with me
1: i dig i dig dig critically though i mean
0: and one of the stronger, one of the stronger episodes. I would actually argue. Um,
1: I think it gets a bump for the visual, just the cool camera shots, a little bit. Um, but it's not like a, I don't think it's, well, like it's not a-
0: jaw dropping in any capacity. That's like, whoa! I can't believe they pulled that off. You know, like it's just. In fact, like it. It, it probably did deserve an outstanding visual effects nod at the time.
1: The dragon. I mean, Drogon.
0: Drogon like, looks incredible. Like looked, that's like
1: to this day looks good. So like, Drogon exactly. looks
0: incredible. The yeah. flying doesn't look fantastic. Yeah, um, I mean
1: it, it's more of like fantasy. The background, just seeing like yeah, the, and you know
0: they, they lean into it, and it, it does pay off. I think um, to be sure, but yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to complain about it or anything because Drogon looks
1: Drogon himself. Uh, yeah, they they knew what they were doing. With yeah. I mean, they spent the he money- holds
0: up hard. He holds up well. Uh mm-hmm. but uh hmm. Yeah, I mean, what did we give last episode 975? Mm hmm. Probably nine two five, maybe nine
1: five. I think I'm there. I think if um it didn't really seem that there was like a standout performance of the episode, which usually there it um there is like someone who just takes over. I think next episode we got two that are fucking incredible. Um and like that are definitely like st- like oh my god, this deserve like I felt like one of them deserves an award and the other one is just I mean just how he is. He's so fucking sick. Um No, but, but
0: like part- you're ri- you're right about this episode because usually it's a place where everyone was so fucking great that mm-hmm. I have a tough time choosing. This one was like they didn't have much to chew on, yeah, and so it, it was just, it was just weird, you know, like it was different than the rest of the episodes, so you know what, like nine, two, five, maybe even nine might be a little bit more of an accurate assessment of it.
1: We gave a nine to the gift, episode seven, um how that one was made also episode three they're they're all nines across the board, um
0: tie it up, tie it up, I don't care
1: yeah. I think we got we got three nines. This season, um, that one will be an easy one to calculate. Yeah, nine nine average there. Um, nothing to complain about, um, but a little bit left to be desired, you could say. Um, I don't know what it would have taken.
0: Um, no, yeah, I'm never going to try and tell anybody exactly what they should have done instead, unless it's just blatantly terrible. I just know that there's probably something that's... that. I mean, there are better episodes of the show, you know. I've watched better episodes of the show. that's all um yeah, but yeah, with that, we conclude our fifth penultimate episode of a season.
1: Oh my gosh, almost fifty episodes in the books forty
0: nine um, down baby. What a time to be alive um, yeah, man. winter's blooming concludes here for uh for the week, and next week we will return with the season five finale. Love another finale. And finally, we're getting close to the end of the season that excludes Brand's storyline altogether.
1: Let's go. We're about,
0: we're about to get back to it. We're about to get back to it, baby. And our I'm so Hodor, very ready for that. Hodor's and probably, back.
1: Um, and then the big Hodor. We have the, our Hodor prediction coming up. We um, do. We probably
0: got to go ahead and do that the episode before. You know? Um,
1: our Like our updated, our guess?
0: Yeah. You know, like what, what, what are our guesses right now?
1: You guessed thirty five. I guessed forty four, and that's okay. I think just for the singular episode. I Yes, believe. yes. Um, so yeah, you, you're at thirty five. I'm at forty four. So we'll, all right, I can get with that. I can. That's get gonna with be that. fun. I don't know. I'm. I've been waiting to get back into the hodor's. Uh, but we'll, ah, get, love, we'll I love. I miss we'll, the
0: hodor counter.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll get a kill list next episode. A good Fuck one. Yeah.
0: Fuck um, yeah.
1: But, yeah. No, me. I'm
0: ready for that, baby. Um. But yeah, we've also got, we've got a fun week for you here as well beyond winter is blooming as we've uh, wrapped up our Scorsese spotlight, our anticipatory pod for killers of the flower moon. And we will be covering killers of the flower moon this Wednesday. And I'm so very excited for that as I have never been more excited for a movie and I'm sure I loved it. I've already seen it. By release date, so that's
1: true. Yesterday we saw it, or today we we did,
0: and actually today we're recording on it. Um,
1: yes, Monday eleven, right? Is that it? Yes, Sunday
0: eleven, Sunday Sunday eleven, Monday we record.
1: There we go. That's right. Yes, 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 that's today.
0: That's today we record. We recorded today on Killers (laughs) of the Flower Moon. The episode's on Wednesday. Um, but then also this Friday, we've got uh, the return of our comic book movie project where we'll be discussing Iron Man, and we'll be joined by KBZ, Kyler Barnett, welcoming him back for the first time in six months, so happy to have him back. And, uh yeah, man, it's uh, it's good. It's good. But, uh yeah, if you would, head to patreon.com slash pennybloompod, where you'll find over 50 hours of exclusive content, all sorts of comic book reviews, book reviews, movie reviews, and the like. And uh just just for three dollars a month, you could support this podcast financially, which is huge because it costs me money, and I don't make any off of it unless it's over there. Head to Twitter, follow at PennyBloomPod. Follow on Instagram at PennyBloomPodcast. Remember to leave a five star rate and review wherever you might be listening, and to stand in solidarity with ZAG aftra and their struggle against these fucking studios.
1: Solidarity. Thank you. Solidarity. You do it far better than I do. So, but. <laughs> God damn it, I'll hear it every time. We need unity.
0: <laughs> we need solidarity. <laughs> Fucking love Al Pacino. Everybody should go watch The Irishman as soon as they possibly can, mm-hmm. especially with Killers of the Flower Moon's release.
1: Highly uh, recommend.
0: Highly recommend. Uh, we just discussed that last Friday, so go check that out. Um, yeah, but remember, stand in solidarity with sag after They deserve everything they're asking for because without the actor's We would not be able to discuss the excellent stuff like Game of Thrones, like the Irishman, like Killers of the Flower Moon, I assume. Um, Mm -hmm. So they deserve to be compensated for their work and to own their likeness. They cannot be replicated by a computer. They cannot and they shall not. I will not allow it. Um, Just on a personal level. Um, Yeah, with that. I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much. Hi.
1: Oh, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here.
0: Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. And remember, peace, love and bloom. And in my experience, eloquent men are right every bit as often as imbeciles.